but I think it's important whenever you're engaging with someone um, in, in, that, in that level of conversation, you've got to be able to hold space for them to actually respond. I'll, I'll be training salespeople and say, hey, I want you to ask a customer, what's your ideal situation? And then I just want you to shut up. And I mean, going and experiencing how every single person within Scorpion cares so much about our customers tied it back for me being like, all right, we like, we really give a shit. Like our, our customer testimonials are like bleeding through the walls of our building and everybody knows about them and we share them all the time. And the reason I'm thinking about this company here in Orlando, they're a septic company called Brownies. <laughs> I was just thinking about the old crap moment that you said right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, let's take this literal or should I go figurative <laughs> with this one? Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, how do I go with this one? And like, okay, I, I get it. Though, but I love What is up, everybody? A very special episode again of the Patrick Carr Show. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm going to introduce you to two guests here. Got a two for one coming at you today, everybody. All right. I got, uh, I got Jamie. I got Kirby. Now, listen, all right. We all know this. There's no shortage of marketing companies. All right. We know this. But what makes companies different? How can you spot a company that's any good for your business? And I want to specifically talk about websites today. What makes a great website? Why does your website suck? Why is it good? All of that information and more coming here. Scorpion Marketing. Stick around for this one, everybody. I want to jump into this podcast in just a moment, but first, let's hear from one of our partners here at the Patrick Carr Show, Mr. Ethan Babb. I'm Ethan Babb. I'm an attorney with the law firm of Lacey Lyons Rizanka, based here in Melbourne, Florida. We represent policyholders all throughout the state of Florida. Whether your insurance claim has been denied, delayed, or underpaid, we can help you fight back. Gentlemen, what's going on? How are y'all doing? Thanks for hey. having us, Patrick. Man, I'm I appreciate Happy to it. be here. Well, I'll tell you what, you were introduced by a good friend of mine, and I said, well, if this guy is putting his weight behind these dudes, then you guys must know a thing or two, I'm going to say. Is that right? We're trying our best. Okay. We're trying our best. Right. I like, I like have, that one or two things. We have about 15,000 customers that think that we know a thing or two, so um, hopefully that's saying a little bit. So, well, one or two things is good. I say people suck at most things, all right? If you can be good at one or two things, you're doing better than what most are. Amen. Um, Amen. But let's talk about that. Jamie, you want to start us off with, and then I'll turn it over to you, Kirby. What is your involvement with Scorpion Marketing? What the heck is Scorpion Marketing? One heck of a name, by the way. Um, that's part of the marketing branding. Um, what is it? Why, do, why start this thing? Why get involved with it? What's the deal? Yeah, so Scorpion was founded uh, about 20 years ago, just over 20 years ago, 2001. And the uh, concept was quite simple. Local businesses, small businesses need websites. This is very, very early onset of the internet. So our founder just opened up the yellow pages and said, what businesses can I build websites for? And flip open the yellow pages, you get to attorneys. So started started working with attorneys, just building websites for attorneys. I joined the company about uh, 2014 um, as chief revenue officer. Um, really, the, the founder wanted to scale the business and reach more businesses. Ultimately, the guy has got one of the biggest hearts I know. He wanted to help more business owners. And to do that, you've got to figure out how to scale your own business. And uh, so we really started out. And now we're in a position where we're trying to help. We're trying to help local businesses run their best marketing, um, potentially are starting primarily in the digital the digital space. Talk to me, Kirby. So I, I actually got involved with Scorpion just over a year ago. Um, and I, I came on board to work with Jamie, frankly, um, and run partnerships. So how, how are we working with the ecosystem that surrounds contractors in general 
and providing the best experience for them. Because uh, frankly, there are a lot of companies in the space. There's a lot of vendors in the space that contractors can work with. Um, but how are we fitting into that ecosystem the right way, showing up the right way, and uh, making our contractors' lives a lot easier? And I want to talk about what you guys specialize in. I want to talk about the company itself, but I want to ask this question right off the bat, okay? There are a lot of companies, and there are companies that specialize in one area, which would be the contracting or roofing business. Is it then, is it, is it still plausible to compete with a marketing company that perhaps specializes in one particular area if you guys have your hands in things like attorneys and other areas yeah. and other trades? Yeah, so look, our, our philosophy is we, we really niche into local service-based businesses, okay. right? So if you think about attorneys, they're providing a local service, roofing contractors, HVACs, plumbers, even dentists and hospitals. And what we, we really approach this from our customer's customer's point of view. So if you need, and actually, you know, one of the things that I always tell people is we, we help the oh crap businesses or, or oh shit businesses, meaning you don't really think about needing a roofer or an attorney or an HVAC until you have one of those, oh my God, something's wrong moments, yeah. right? So, and then from that point as a consumer, what do you do? You typically turn to Google and you type in roofer near me or attorney near me or a dentist near me yeah. and you start looking and you start trying to discover who you want to work with. So, we, like I said, I think we niche down. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of to say, well, you know, if you work with roofers, how can you effectively work with an attorney or even an HVAC? But if you think about the consumer journey, they're very, very similar across all those businesses. So we just help our customers map to the to the journey of their own of their consumer, and we've had a lot of success doing that. One thing I'll add to that is the similarities across the service businesses is really powerful for our team, right? So for for our marketing managers, our account managers that are working with our customers, they get to learn best practices a lot of across a bunch of different what we would call sub verticals and home services and uh, that's really effective in working with with the customers because they get experience frankly some some local businesses do it better than others um, and we get to support them in that journey we get to learn in that journey and and frankly we get to kind of cross-pollinate that with other other local businesses for some reason I'm thinking about this company here in Orlando they're a septic company called brownies <laughs> I was just thinking about the old crap moment that you said right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, let's take this literal or should I go figurative <laughs> with this one? Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, how do I go with this one? And like, okay, I, I get it. But I love that saying, the old crap moment that you have. Yeah. Because you don't think about anything until you have that moment where you need somebody. Yeah, that's right. And that to me is, is a powerful moment because it's gonna you're not going to be searching for something. You're going to go with a person that's readily available to you that I have to do the least amount of effort in order to find. Yeah. I don't know if they're any good. I'm not going to take the time to read the reviews because I need that crap in my mouth fixed. And I assume that if they're on here and they're top of the list, that they are good. Yep. And other people trust them. That's right. Um, so I think that path of least resistance is something that oftentimes... Um, we know personally, but maybe we don't do for our business. Um, for you personally, guys, why do this? Like, I mean, three looks at seven years ago for you, eight years ago nine, for you, almost nine, yeah, almost nine, yeah, a year ago for you. I mean, the marketing business is thankless, right? Like, okay. I mean, you do a great job, you're supposed to do a great job. You don't, it's your fault. Why? Why do marketing, guys? Well, for me, I'm I'm from a really small town in rural Louisiana, in North yeah. Louisiana, about a thousand people. Um, you know, the highlight of, of my high school was hanging out in the Dairy Queen parking lot. Oh yeah, but well, our, our yeah, exactly, exactly. Eventually, got a Burger King, and that's all we've got still is a Dairy Queen and a Burger King. 
But, uh, you know, for me, I grew up in a, in a town that was the entire economy was local small businesses. We had one manufacturing company called Sunbeam. They used to build appliances. You probably have a Sunbeam um, um, iron in your room here at the, at, the, at the convention that we're at. Um, and then we had an international paper mill. And outside of those two large conglomerates, which were all blue-collar jobs, our entire economy was small businesses. My family were small business owners. So I just have a, I've always grown up and had a passion for small businesses in general. Uh, and just the jobs they provide, um, how they make how they make large markets and small markets very unique. And uh, in terms of the marketing piece, look, I kind of tripped into that. Um, but you know, look, and you're right. I like your description of if you do a great job, you're expected to do it, and if you did a bad job or you made a mistake, you're the worst human on earth. But you know what? There there are a lot more thankless jobs than marketing. So I count myself, you know, pretty. If, if that's the extent of that I've got to deal with on the negative. I'm I'm okay with it. So, hey, Kirby. So so frankly, for me, I uh, have been working in software for the last eight years now, and uh, found myself working in home services um, in the HVAC kind of CRM field service software world, payment processing about five years ago, and uh, really really enjoyed the market because frankly, both my parents worked in in. Um, in home services. My mom uh, did construction, my dad was a framer. Um, and so I kind of fell into software after school. And then frankly, like getting involved in this market, I get to tie back to exactly what my parents were doing growing up. And then I laughed, we were joking about a lot of the commentary about like running ethical businesses and doing it the right way and showing up the right way. And so my passion kind of came after the fact, like, man, I could have a really big impact on just professionalizing home services and doing it the right way. And I just happen to be really good in the software world. And now getting to tie the two together, um, frankly, gives me some purpose, right? And so I think a lot of people that work in software, you can just go, oh, I found this like cool niche thing. And why do I care about it? I don't know yet, but I'm making money doing it. And the market's growing and it's evolving and all these things. Um, I'm just getting to marry the two together. And so that's what gets me excited. Do you feel like it's giving you purpose, man? Because I think that's, I'm a, I don't want to belabor what a point that I often make yeah. on this show, but I mean, that's got to feel good, right? I mean, you feel like you have purpose as a man, as somebody in your life that, hey, listen, I'm doing something that's greater than me. That's, you know, hey, listen, I'm helping somebody out there. Yeah. I mean, that's feel good. Oh, it makes me feel amazing. I mean, frankly, the thing that drew me to Scorpion was it was, we, we are a really big company. Um, I had not worked in a, in a larger business uh, so far in my career. And so, it was a, a big step for me saying like, okay, can we do the things and be as intimate with our customers and be this like larger scale company? And I mean, going and experiencing how every single person within Scorpion cares so much about our customers, tied it back for me being like, all right, we like, we really give a shit. Like our, our customer testimonials are like bleeding through the walls of our building and everybody knows about them and we share them all the time. And that is the thing that our CEO talks about. That's the thing that Jamie wants to talk about. That's what I love to talk about. And then to hear it from our customers, it shows like this, experiencing that with customers here at RoofCon, like that's, that's what gets me really, really excited. Cause it means that we are showing up as a business and that we're making an impact in their life. Jamie, I want to ask you that question then about impact. Now, if you guys begin 20 years ago and you're building websites for, let's say, attorneys, because that's the first place to flip to, yep. Yep. I've got to assume that you know a thing or two about websites in your business. Yeah. Um, when people think about websites, they think of, I'm going to tell you what most people, because I fall in that category sometimes. 
It's hey, listen. It's just where somebody goes if they want some information about my company. That's what my website is. It's the place where I have my number and who I am and the about us section, and that's what we are. That's my website. I got a feeling I'm thinking about this like most people do, and I might be thinking about it all wrong. What is the website to you when you when someone says website to you? What comes to your mind and Scorpion's mind and how they approach a website for a company? Yeah, so I mean, I, the way that I always start this conversation with with a business owner or anyone that's trying to draw a presence or create a brand online is your website is really the only property on the internet that you truly own the entire experience right if you think about the business owner they may have a google business profile but they've got to build that out within the confines of the data structure of how google set that up you can have a facebook page and you can customize the content but there's, to a certain extent, every Facebook business page looks like every Facebook business page. Um, you could have a YouTube channel. You've got a great YouTube channel, but you've got to live within the confines and the structure of how YouTube has set those things up, right? Your website is the one place where you've got full customization on how you want to be represented as an individual or as a business. And I don't think that that's something, I, especially today where um, there's so much content on the internet and people's attention span is so lackluster. Um, if you're not using your website as a, as a place to immediately get someone's attention through the, the way that it looks, the calls to action, the content, um, if, you're not, if you're not taking advantage of that, well then you're missing a, a massive opportunity. So again, going back to your question, I know that was a long-winded answer, I but like I, think that, I think that it's really important that business owners like wrap their head around, like this is the one place on the internet, my website is the one place where I can tell my story. And I can make my customer look like the hero that I want them to look like, I can clearly communicate how I can help them and whatever it is they're looking for, as long as it's obviously within what I do for a living. Um, and I just think that that's something that shouldn't be taken lightly. I don't think that you should think about it as, a, oh, here's a domain that I own and I'll throw a phone number on there. If, you, if you're thinking about it that way, you're just missing on a, a massive opportunity. Kurt, what about you though, man? Are you looking at it from an engineering type standpoint? How does, talk to me about the more, the, the back end, what these websites can actually do for a person. Or talk about whatever. You're yeah, no, I mean, frankly, what I, I was going to say is I, Yes, they are the place that you own. They're also the place that your customer lands and goes to validate you, right? You, you go to Google because that is the first per place in which you're searching and probably the first place in which you see a, a, a review or a number of stars that that company is rated on Google. But what they do is they click on your website and that's their first interaction directly with you. Google is, is uh, there to, for exposure and that website is there to validate. And so telling your story, the experience once you get to that website, uh, not having a, an annoying experience or if a very friction-filled experience, but being able to actually interact uh, effectively on that site is something that I think Scorpion cares a lot about. I care a lot about because that's where, if, if you don't do that well, they go to the next one down, and yeah. you lose out on the business with, uh, and it's all your fault. <laughs> of course, I look at the mama test is what I call it for websites. If I send yeah. my mom to your website, can she tell me immediately within three to five seconds what you do? Yeah. Uh, clearly. And if she can't, then we got a problem. That's right. Um, and, I, you know, the mama test for me is, has been pretty, you know, if I can do that for a client, because I do a little research there, um, you know, the clients that we work with. Um, and I think too often people think that, oh, if I go to the website, they, people know what I do. I'm a roofer. Do they really? I mean, because it's called construction in your name. Do they know that you only do roofing? Or do they think you're a GC who can do their bathroom? Um, and too often we don't look at details like that because we're so involved 
in our own business to not to see what the public thinks. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. Somebody who's, who calls you guys. They call it Scorpion. What, what even happens when you call a marketing company like yours? I mean, is it like, here you go, here's a platinum, gold, and pro package, mm. and you can take advantage of these options? Is there, how does it work in a marketing company if you guys are telling me that you do something that's going to be more, um, let's say, comprehensive in a way? Um, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, I think going, going back to our kind of mission, which is to help you run your best business, um, and for us that means helping you run your best marketing, Part of, part of our role, at least the way that we see it in our, in our sales process, is to truly educate our customers on what we do and how we can help. And based on our expertise and looking at their existing digital presence or online presence or internet presence, what are our recommendations relative to what they want to accomplish? So I think there's actually some parallels to a lot of the, the content that I see floating around the contractor world around sales process and discovery, right? So asking really good questions to your target audience to understand you know, what they're trying to achieve, what challenges they're having in their own mind, getting to what they're trying to achieve, and then even what, what is the cost of not changing anything? Like, how is that, what, what, what if you decide not to do anything? What's that gonna cost your business? And really making them think about those questions and provide answers and feedback. And then based on what they're trying to achieve, the challenges that are maybe blocking that, we typically come up with a solution-based approach to what we offer. So um, to make it easy, because again, I think one of the challenges that we've got is we're not curing cancer. What we do is not rocket science. But to the local business owner who doesn't know much about marketing and doesn't know much about the internet, they can become overwhelmed if we start throwing around words like SEO and social media marketing and Google PPC and Google LSAs. So we do try to take a packaged approach or a bundled approach to our ultimate offer, but we also expose everything that we're going to do within that approach. So it's not so much a gold, platinum, silver, if you will, but we do kind of bundle our offers, but those, those recommendations are based completely around the questions that we ask and the responses we get from our customers on what they're, what they're trying to achieve. Anything to add there, Rob? It's well said. I think it's pretty well said. It was very well said. <laughs> but I want to ask a follow-up question to this because there can, there has to be something that I'm missing here because you, I have people that I talk to constantly. I gave $100,000 mm-hmm. to this marketing company, and I got jack in return, Patrick. We didn't get anything. Hundred grand down the tubes. I'm like, okay. that's. And then I hear we give twenty grand. We didn't get anything, man. Why does this happen, fellas? Because I, you give me twenty grand. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I could just – put a picture up on Facebook and get something for $20,000. And I'm just curious, how is this happening all the time? There can't be that many dumb people in the world, can there? I mean, yes, I know that's a rhetorical there. uh, (laughs) But maybe. Okay, there's so many people in the marketing world, but like, I, I just, I feel like there's just this industry, the marketing industry has a reputation for you're going to get taken. Yeah. And therefore, people have their red flags up. They're cautious. They're like, hmm, I don't know. But yet they still constantly are dishing over thousands upon thousands, getting nothing in return, and then turn around and complain to me, well, we didn't get anything. Why is this happening all the time, guys? Jamie, I want you to take a first response to this because you've had a lot of experience with yeah. that in the market. And then I've, I've actually got some commentary around what contractors can do better and holding their marketing companies accountable because that's where I see a big gap. Yeah. So look, I mean, I, I think that's probably the number one that when we when we name an enemy internally, our enemy as a company are the 
you know, the, the snake oil marketers out there that are taking advantage of the local small businesses. So when we think about like naming an enemy and going after like putting certain <laughs> certain competition out of businesses, it's it's very rarely the reputable companies. It's it's always the the snake oil people. Um, look, I mean, look. Here's the reality: is that you know you asked the rhetorical question. I don't know if I'd say that there are that many uneducated or dumb people. There's certainly a lot of people out there that just don't understand how to right answer ask the right questions and look for. Uh, the telltale signs of is this investment I'm about to make, am I going to get the right payback for it? So, you know, again, we start with really trying to be educational through our process, um, front load that in our process. Um, a big part of what we do is centered around showing the results of our work. So when a company, when a, when a, when a contractor or an attorney or whoever invests money with Scorpion, we want to give them the tools to measure everything that we're doing in terms of how many leads we're driving. If we're doing search engine optimization, helping them rank better on Google, we want to show them every month, this is the work that we did towards that endeavor this month, and this is how you improved on your rankings on Google. So we're constantly trying to put data and information in front of our customers to show them, hey, this is the investment you're making, and this is what's, this is what's coming back in terms of leads to your business or improvements in ranking on Google. Um, and look, here, here's the reality. There are certain markets and in certain industries where the contractors just have to spend more than maybe their buddy that owns the same type of business in another market. You take yeah. a market like Orlando, right? It's a really, really big city. You got storms that happen here in certain times of the month. And there's a lot of roofing contractors out here, probably a lot of businesses posing as roofing contractors too. Sure. But all those businesses are vying for that oh crap moment that the consumer's having. And when you've got that, you know, when you've got that, that competition, it drives the market, it drives the pricing up, yes. right? So you mentioned earlier, we were talking about businesses in Lafitte, Louisiana, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Not Lafayette, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we know the not difference. Not Lafayette, exactly. There exactly. is a Lafitte. But, but look. Somebody the, else on my feet. <laughs> but look, the, the roofing contractor in Lafitte is not going to need to spend as much money on marketing as the roofing contractor in Orlando to, to yield similar results. Um, just because of the competition in each respective market, right? So a lot, of, a lot of what to spend and how do I gauge the effectiveness, a lot of that is, is honestly just quite simple if the business knows the right questions to ask and the right data to look at in terms of what's, what's the action, what work is happening and what results is it yielding. I'm going to make a suggestion to you guys on the marketing side. I haven't seen this and I haven't seen a company do it, but I think it would be very successful. Love it. Um, there's what, a, and I, I've, I only know it because I've done it on a content side. But I would think that in this industry it would work well. And you know, comment below if you guys like this, you hate it. Tell me the difference. A marketing company that's that that you hire to fire. So what I'm looking at here is an all-in-one company that comes in and says, "Listen, we're going to pull back the curtain and teach you what we know in six months. We're going to charge you a premium, but in six months you fire us." And you'll have everything you need, all the tools that are necessary to do everything internally yourself in-house. Because I think what people want is they want power and control over their own company. And they oftentimes, yes, they like the transparency, but they're like, I want to know what these guys know. Yep. You know, I got, I got Danielle over here. Danielle's been doing a great job with marketing. She wants to grow in the company. But I'd love it if I could get these guys on retainer for questions that we have, but we could take it over ourselves. I think it's an opportunity in the contracting world for people who are, they want to do it themselves, they like the autonomy that nobody is doing right now. 
hey, you want us? Great. And in six months, we'll teach you what we can do and go do it yourself. You can do it internally and save all the money. You're going to pay a little more up front, but you're going to know everything in six months now. Yeah. I feel like you were sitting in our board meeting on Friday of last week. <laughs> we, we literally were talking about this. And here, here's the reality. Like, one, we, we have been unintentionally doing that for a, lot, a long time. Really? Yeah, unintentionally. I think what you said, though, is like us, we need to be more intentional about that. Yeah. And I think that's going to be part of our strategy on a go-forward basis is to produce more content that does exactly what you described. Hey, let's let's teach businesses to do all of this work themselves if they so choose. Yes. Because the reality is like is probably not not dissimilar to, um, you could go today as a consumer homeowner, you could go Google or YouTube search how do I how do I fix my roof or how do I lay shingles on my roof. The reality is. I could go figure that out. I probably don't want to do it anyway. I'm just going to default to, I'm going to go hire the expert to do this. And I think that's a belief too, is like we can show a lot of people how to do it and some will take us up on it, which is awesome. And they'll be big advocates of our brand because we're the brand that actually helped them figure out how to do this. Yes. A lot of them just aren't going to do it themselves, right? right? So, but man, I, I could not agree more. I think there's a massive opportunity for a company like Scorpion to be more intentional about putting out more content in the marketplace that shows our customers, hey, this is how we think about things. This is how we execute our work. And if you want to go do it yourselves, here's a whole library of, of information that will actually help you along the way. So great idea. And the tools to execute it, right? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a place in which I really firmly believe that like Scorpion can be a huge advocate for em employing them with the right tools, the right methodologies, the right content, and, uh, and, I mean, the cream will kind of rise from there, in my opinion. Sure. And I think that if, if you went ahead and you pr approached it that, hey, we're building this to fire us, yep. um, they don't fire you. That's what I found. It's a unique part about this is that they want to keep you around, although they know, like, okay, I've got this. I know how to put the roof on. I don't want to do it myself. Yes, I appreciate you showing me, but we want you to keep working with us. And if you keep on offering that quarterly or monthly call to keep them up to date on what's new in the industry because it's constantly changing, then, okay, I've empowered this person in a more powerful way than even by me showing them they can do it themselves. But let's just say somebody's looking for a contractor. Kirby, you alluded to it a minute ago that you had some questions that they can ask that yeah. can help them decide, okay, is this the right person for me or not? Shoot me, tell me some of the stuff they can, they can be asking and what they can do. Yeah, so... Uh, Jamie talked a lot about the tools and reporting, the account management structure that we have. That's all at their fingertips. And I, I think a lot of times, um, and I, I know a lot of our customers directly, they're like, I never look at that. What do you mean you never look? You're just complaining about the expense or understanding where you rank or understanding our advertising strategy or how many leads have been deployed to you this month. And they don't know the breakdown. They're not looking at the reporting. They don't know the last time they opened up the report. They're not logging in to look at their dashboards effectively. We're sharing that information proactively with them, and they're not taking advantage of it. And I think um, most of the time, and a lot of times you get stories back too, not saying that, you know, to, to Jamie's point, there are snake oil companies out there, but a lot of times there are pretty good marketing companies too that are not uh, are working with customers that are not engaging with them and not actually helping themselves kind of learn or question the the tactics that are being taken to grow their business. So I think you can have vendors, you can have really good partners, but you got to be just as invested in that as they are um, and as being your marketing partner. So. But, I mean, let's just say I call up you guys, and I'm like, hey, I'm PatrickCar.com. I'd really love a great marketing company, right? 
what if somebody comes back to me and they go this i know that they're bad or is there something i would go they say this to me i'm like all right i got somebody that's decent right here what would you say in terms of the questions well see the first thing that comes to my mind yeah. from what you guys are telling me you, you guys add in your own spin is that if i am an individual that calls and that person immediately says to me well patrick you know what we got the uh, we got the pro package the gold silver and platinum Tell me, you know, where you fall and what's the size of your business? Oh, it's okay. And how many? How much your revenue? Uh, okay. How many cities are you in? Okay. All right. It seems like you're going to fit best in the platinum package that we have right here. That does not seem like that is a good way to do things no. right there. No. So what I'm looking for from you is, if I call into a company, what would be a good sign when they talk to me? I'm just like, hey, I think I need marketing, Scorpion. What's going to be a good sign that I, hey, I'm I'm working with somebody that gives a crap or knows what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the first question that I always start I start out any sales process with is asking a customer, hey, tell me tell me what you're trying to accomplish. Yes. Right? What's your ideal scenario? What's your ideal situation? And and then give them the space to actually answer the question, right? One of, one of the uh, things I always talk to my salespeople about, you know, you know our salespeople, right? Like, we love to talk. We love to hear ourselves talk. Um but I think it's important whenever you're engaging with someone um, in, in, that, in that level of conversation, you've got to be able to hold space for them to actually respond. I'll, I'll be training salespeople and say, hey, I want you to ask a customer, what's your ideal situation? And then I just want you to shut up. Because the response I get typically from salespeople is, well, I asked them that, they didn't know. Like, did they not know or did you just not give them a chance to actually think about it? Because they were used to when they engage the salesperson to do what you just described a second ago, Patrick. Hey, what's your revenue? How, how many leads do you want? Hey, what market are you in? Oh, here's my here's my platinum package. That's what they're expecting. Yes, it is. They're not expecting someone to really be interested in, hey, tell me what you're trying to accomplish. And then actually giving them the opportunity to think about that and get that out. So I think, you know, to, to me, again, if I were being if I were being sold something, I would want the opportunity to be able to explain the problem or explain what I'm trying to solve truly be heard and then actually have questions that come back to me based on what I said and how I said it in that initial question. So that's, that's, that's how I try to start a conversation like with it. prospects. I think authenticity is key in that. I think especially in your, I mean, we talk a lot about discovery, but really like digging in and learning their business, learning what matters to them. I think we talked about websites and what's different there, right? It's like spending the actual time to understand what they like and dislike going through that conversation with them and not prescribing every issue that you see. I actually watch a lot of companies here, they'll pull up a website and they'll tell them the 50 things that are bad about that before they ever ask what they like about their website today. Mm. That's a huge issue, right? Yeah, it is. Because you have absolutely no idea what, they may love it, they may have built it, <laughs> yes. right? So like, I think that first interaction and being really authentic in that um, is, is, is probably the most telling sign of how the relationship's gonna be down the road as well. You know, one of the things you say right there, the tell me what you're trying to accomplish. I look at that as also any meeting that I go into. So yeah. I'll give you an example. If you're going to go into a meeting with somebody and you're selling them on a product and you sit down with them and you go through your whole presentation, you crushed it. And at the end of it, they go, man, this is awesome, man. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to take this and, you know, we're going to do this, this and this with it. We're not going to make a buying, whatever. They don't make a buying decision. Yeah. They didn't know they were supposed to make a buying decision or even maybe that's what you were even there for. Yep. Um, I think the best way to start off any meeting like this is how I tell my guys is I want to tell you what are you looking to get out of this conversation right here? Mm -hmm. Well, I just want some information. Good. 
I'm going to get you with somebody who can give you some information. That's not what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm here to sell this product. I'm here to do this for you. And if we can get on the, before we even continue with where we're, this is going, let's make sure that we both want to accomplish the same thing. And if it's not going to be that, then why would we waste an hour me telling you things that you don't even want to know? Yeah. Um, so I love that not only for what you're trying to accomplish, but just in general. Agreed. Get, get started immediately with what do you want to get out of this? What do I want to get out of yep. it? And then let's see if we can work our way from there. Yeah, yeah. That's how 100%. I look at it. Scorpion, I want to end by saying this. First of all, you guys strike me as authentic people, okay? Actually strike me as people that give a crap. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, likewise, likewise. People say, hey, listen, you know what? I feel been beat up. I, I don't know. I feel like I've got some money taken from me, but I need to get involved with somebody. So, Patrick, all right, if you tell me that these guys look like they're decent guys, I'll give them a ring. How do they get in touch with Scorpion Marketing? What is the first steps to getting involved, and how does that process look for someone who wants to get involved with what you do? Yes, I mean, you can find us. If you Google Scorpion Internet Marketing, we're going to be the first thing that comes up. Um, website, scorpion.co. Not to be, not to be uh, confused with .com, uh, but scorpion.co. Uh, obviously, if you're hearing this on your podcast, I'd love for people to mention that they heard about us on your podcast. Yeah, then we've got a, a process where um, if they can fill out a form, they can give us a call. Somebody, as long as they're calling during the week, they're going to answer the phone. We're really re- quick to respond. If you do send a form through our website or any of those things, we're quick to respond. And uh, again, you know, we typically try to set our, our, our process out like I described, like just trying to understand more about your business and what you're trying to accomplish. And then based on how that conversation goes, we can we can propose a solution that I think is going to probably make an impact in your business. Good. Anything to add though? I mean, that is the process. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, frankly, uh, even if you're wondering how your marketing is going or there's questions Ooh, that you, you actually want to find out more about or you don't trust or you think you're spending a lot of money and dumping it down a dark hole, I think it's worthwhile having a conversation. I agree that it is. I like what, I can't remember who said it here, but the cost of doing nothing. That's right. You know, in this case right here, the cost of not making a call could be exponential. Right. to the cost of making a yeah. call to at least figure out exactly where you're at. Now, folks, I do know this about marketing. Um, these guys have the skills and the ability to find out things about your marketing that maybe your current company doesn't want you to know. They can pull back the curtain and they can show you and go, yeah, they're telling you that, but that's not really what's happening here. And I see this a lot with marketing at the end of a contract or when things aren't going great. Here, pour more money into what we're doing and it'll all change it. I would encourage you to do this before you start pouring money into what you're currently doing if it's not working or not meeting your expectations. Get a review, call up, get in touch with Scorpion, um, and see where you're at. There's no harm in seeing where you're at, maybe what they could do better for you or where you could be more efficient in that process. So any last words, gentlemen? No, we really appreciate your time, man. Thanks for everything you're doing with the industry, too. It's, It's really encouraging. Yeah, we're trying our best here, guys. It's Jamie, Absolutely. it's Kirby, it's Scorpion Marketing. Get in touch with them. And uh, I got a feeling you won't be disappointed, all right? Thank you, gentlemen, very much Thank for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. That's great. Thank you. All right, thanks so much for watching that video and sticking around till the end. If you like what you saw, go ahead and click subscribe. Make sure you punch that like button, and we look forward to seeing you on the next video.